Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Hello, my dear listeners. Today we are heading to Brasilia to talk to Adriana Gavazzoni. Adriana has been a corporate lawyer for over 30 years and is an internationally awarded book author. So my dear Adriana, welcome to the RV. Thank you, Lucia. Thank you for having me here today. Of course, it's a pleasure to have a Brazilian author here. <laughs> We Brazilian girls rock. Yes. So, Adriana, have you ever lived abroad? Yes, uh, I lived in France while I was studying research in 2001 for some months. And then I went back in 2002 to study contracts. That time in France resulted in my legal book about international contacts. And Adriana, out of curiosity, if you weren't a lawyer, which profession would you like to practice? Of course, I would be a writer, a full-time, a full-time writer, because uh, it's my passion. That's what I love. A part of being a writer Is there anything that you would like to do? Maybe being a top model? Oh, I'm too short for that. <laughs> and not that pretty. I'm, I, I'm not the kind of a smart girl <laughs> than pretty. Uh, but I would like to be a veterinary. I love animals. But uh, I think I would be poor because I would treat every dog on the streets for free. So it's going to be really tragic for my life. <laughs> I know what you mean. I love animals as well. So Adriana, I was reading about you and I see that you have attention deficit disorder and manage writing successful books. Can you tell our listeners about your writing process? How can you write so many books? Well, I, I have to manage a schedule and I think it's a matter of deciding what you want to do. And I decided I want to write. So I managed my schedule and whenever I do hyperfocus, I, I can concentrate and I can write. So every single day I write for an hour. Every morning I wake up take my breakfast, and then I start writing for one hour. Good things, bad things, I don't care. I, I just write. It's a pleasure. It's how I have to start my day. Yeah, it's like a therapy. It's a therapy. And when you have attention deficit, uh, you know you can't concentrate in many things, but your passions make you concentrate. And as writing is a passion for me, I can concentrate, I can travel inside my mind, where the places are uh, in my books, and it's hard for me to come back. When it's time to come back, I have really to land again on this earth 
and I miss my time writing and I know how oh, tomorrow you have another one hour for that, not today. But I really enjoy doing that. And how did you get into writing? I think lawyers are writers, first of all, because in Brazil we have to tell stories to the judge. And it's basically written stories. We have to tell our client stories. We have to write it to send to the judge. So every lawyer is a writer. Uh, my passion for writing, writing began when I was a kid. I loved to listen to stories. And when I could start writing, I started writing short stories. And when I was 12, I wrote my first uh, novel and uh, when I really decided to become a formal writer is another point because I was born a writer I think but it was during a bet one of my lawyers and I were traveling to do a hearing and we were talking about our passions for books and writing and he told me I start writing a book why don't you start yours? And I said, let's do a bet. I'm going to finish first. And he told me, you are not, because I already wrote, I don't know how many pages. So I started to write because it was a bet. Well, uh, I finished five books and he's still writing his first. (laughs) It was how I decided to formally write. And then you didn't stop. Then I couldn't stop. It's impossible. And Adriana, you have been a lawyer for 30 years? Yeah, a long time. 30 years, 31 in January. It's a long time. Yeah, and I'm sure you have some good stories to tell us. You told me you suffered sexual harassment in your workplace. Do you mind sharing about it with us? Well, Lucia, uh, I graduated from law school. I was 21 years old, too young, too naive. And I started my career working for the Ministry of Transportation in Brazil. And I suffered a sexual harassment from an older boss. I asked him to be transferred and got it because he was all day saying things about my process, my legs, and things like that. I was not comfortable. And when I got transferred, my rejections and my transfer turned him into an enraged man. He was crazy to the point that one day we met in the main hall of the, the Minister of Transportation. Can you imagine tens of people going on that hall and he met me and he started to shout that I was stupid and that I was only working there because my current boss was my lover. So I started to cry. Of course, I was 22, 23 years old. I was a kid and I went to my boss office and I told him, everything and he told me come on stop crying you are a lawyer do you remember that let's sue this guy Uh, you have to sue this guy you just write what happened and we are going to sue him 
And we saw him in the end, he lost his job because he was a lunatic. I was not the only case. There were others, but nobody had the courage to tell their stories. As ever, do you know, it needs one to begin everything. That provoked another bad result. He was not happy of just shouting, but somehow he could reach uh, my boss wife. And uh, I told her the story and she tried to get a divorce from my boss. So I told him, no way I'm going to damage your marriage. I'm going to resign my position. I'm not going to stay here. And he told me, no way. She must trust me. We were together for 20 years. She needs to trust me. I didn't know wrong. I don't have to prove I'm innocent. She must trust me. I'm the one hurt uh, with this story because she doesn't trust me. And uh, there were two lessons for my whole life with that, Lucia. First of all, I can fend for myself and I need to. And second, you don't need to prove for people you love that you are good. They must know you and they must trust you. Yes, and Adriana, this happens a lot. Yeah, I know. Main of all because, you know, I'm 53 years old now and the world changed. But in that time, back then, when I started my career, there were few uh, female lawyers. I had to find a way to be a lawyer, to be respected as a lawyer. I have too many problems. I was too young. I was an experienced and I was a woman. I am a woman. So I had to learn how to fend for myself in order to be respected. And Adriana, you published a book called Life Has Other Plans, and I'm sure our listeners are very curious to know about it. Yes, Life Has Other Plans is my fifth book. It's the second one in Where the Roads Go series, and it happens in the 60s and shows me known a very independent woman. She's a secret agent and a sniper for a secret organization that chases, hunts, war criminals from Second World War around the world. So she has a a life of adventures, but it's a secret life. And she needs to take care of her nephew alone. But as she won't give up of that adventurous life, she can't think about to marry, to have more kids, uh, to settle in a regular life. Uh, she, she just wants to keep being adventurous, taking care of the kid. And she has a lover for some time. She never questioned the, that kind of relationship until she needs to question her own feelings, her decisions in the middle of a very risky mission, risky to her life. And in the middle of all that, she starts to think if all her decisions were right and if she needs to change something in her life. So the book has lots of adventures. She goes to many, many places, German, Russia, 
and she solved troubles in these places. She she has a team of friends, of good friends that work with her, but she's always taking risks. She loves risks. Mm-hmm. And there is a moment in life you have to think if you're going to continue the risks or if life has other plans for you. Mm-hmm. I like it. And Adriana, is this character inspired by anyone that you know? Well, all the women I know, they're independent, that fend for themselves, that live a life where they can pay the price to be what they want. They don't depend on men, on marriages. They, they fight to have a career, to find their own place under the sun. So uh, all my characters are like that, I think. I was raised by a tough mom, very independent one. And I admire women who can be warriors. Absolutely. And I think that reading a novel written by a successful and driven woman can do wonders for our self-esteem. And as I can see, your books show uh, independent and powerful women. Marriage is not a career. I love it. Marriage is something to have when you already have a career, when you you make yourself happy. And then you can think about making others happy. Uh, I pity people who marry thinking marriage is going to make you happy. It's not about that. It's about being happy and then deciding you can make others happy. Um, Adriana, are you working on anything at the present you would like to share with us? Two books. Uh, I thought I had finished this series, Hidden Motives, but... I have more to say, so it's a fourth book for that series. And another one, it's based on a real case I'm working on. I'm fighting for some companies against a huge multinational, and this multinational is crushing uh, some businessmen in Brazil. Uh, So it's settled in Brazil for the first time, and they are doing everything they can to corrupt the system, the judiciary system. So it's a huge fight I'm having, and they decided to write about that. Of course, as the, the, the claims are not over, I changed names, and uh, it resembles to reality, based on reality, but it has also lots of fiction. And I'm working on both because attention deficit does that. You have many, many ideas. And uh, many of all, when I'm under the shower, I start to have ideas. And the other day I was uh, showering and I thought, oh my God, I already have the first chapter for a third book in Where the Roads Go series. <laughs> That's amazing. And when were you diagnosed with attention deficit? Late in life. I was 38 years old. 
I started to date a guy, and this guy had a kid. The kid was seven to eight years old, and I could communicate so well with that kid. He had the same issues I had my whole life. I never could understand when he talked because he speaks so fast, and I could. I could, and I used to translate him for his father and for other people. And he was interested in so many subjects. He was a smart kid. He loved to read. And school asked their parents to take him to a doctor because he was too different. And too different was how I felt about myself during my whole life. Uh, so I thought if they can make a, a diagnosis on this guy, the same thing he has, I have. He was diagnosed with attention deficit and hyperactivity. So I went to my shrink and I told her, I think I have this. And she told me, no, you don't, because you are too organized. And I asked her, said Oh, I'm totally unorganized. My life is a mess. My house is a mess because I can't organize my stuff. And she told me, oh, but you always come here and you say, oh, I love to go home to find my house organized. And I love that. Yeah, but because when I left home, the house was a mess, then the maid goes there, she organizes when I go back to my home, it's organized. But when I left, uh, uh, it's Katrina, it's a hurricane. And she told me, take a picture of that hurricane for me. I took and she sent me to a neurologist. <laughs> and the diagnosis was tension deficit. <laughs> oh. So Adriana, how can we find you and, of course, your books? Well, I'm on social media. You can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Pinterest. I'm pretty much everywhere. My novels are on Amazon around the world <laughs> in, English, in English and Portuguese. So you can find me in both languages. I'm everywhere. And I always answer to my emails. It takes some days, but I always answer. Mm -hmm. And your books are also all in English? The five books are in English. I have two translated to Portuguese. And I'm translating a third one okay. now into Portuguese. Wonderful. I just want to tell you, Adriana, that for me, it's an honor to have you on the Relatable Voice podcast, because you represent my country very well. You are such an inspiration, and I hope you can be as successful in Brazil as you are internationally. Thank you, Lucian. Thank you for the opportunity. You are a wonderful interviewer. That's the reason we can have a nice chat like that. As if you were at home drinking some wine, uh, having a, a friendly chat. Thank you very much for the opportunity. It's very important for us authors and you are great.
Thank you also represent our country very well. Even if you don't dance the samba and you are not a mulatto, because I would like the world to change that view they have in Brazil and to know that they have girls like Lucia, that is a, a wonderful entrepreneur, author. And I don't know what you can do, Lucia. You can do everything, in my opinion. So it's very important for our country too. Thank you. Thank you. So sweet. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lucia. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.